the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, West Central Florida. Welcome to this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. We are delighted to have you with us this afternoon, and uh, we have an awful lot going on today to... um, to bring you in to have a conversation and also want to invite you to give us your opinion. Well, I tell you what, tonight's going to be an interesting debate, but that's not the big news of the day. For those of you who are prayer warriors, I want to I want to be very very direct and to the point. I don't want to alarm you, but uh, you need to uh, have a, a good understanding of what happened earlier today. And this is in reference to the coronavirus. I hope that you are praying and asking the Lord to curtail this virus. Not only here in the United States as we take a sort of a um, narcissistic attitude that we want to be taken care of. But I'm talking about around the world. I'm talking about in the Middle East. I'm talking about, of course, in Africa. Uh, I'm talking about in Italy. Uh, and I'm waiting to hear that uh, possibly some folks who have been, in fact, they had a big fashion, the annual fashion show there in Italy, uh, attended by the world's jet setters, and that is in the vicinity of where the Italian outbreak took place. And um, uh, give it a few more days. I'm waiting to see if we begin to hear any reports of a person here or there who has uh, contracted the coronavirus because um, it's bad. Um, And so this morning, uh, on one hand, uh, we had the um, the President of the United States talking about everything is under control. Then we had the Centers for Disease Control. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention this morning announced in a congressional hearing that it expects the coronavirus to spread in the U.S. despite the president downplaying the new virus. Here is the quote I want you to hear, and I want you to hear very clearly. This is from Dr. Nancy Missonier, 
who is a top CDC official, and she's director for the National Center for Immunization and Respiratory Diseases. The Washington Post is reporting this quote. It is not a question if this will happen, but when. It's not a question if this will happen, but when this will happen, and how many people in this country will have severe illnesses. So the CDC is battening down the hatches. There was also a closed session before Congress, which means this is part of the open session, and then you had the closed session. And we're not going to have the ability to, to know what was discussed in the closed session. What I do know is this, is that the White House is um, making an official request of Congress. They are hoping that this request can be fulfilled in the next two or three weeks. It has requested $2.5 billion. That's $2.5 billion from Congress to address uh, the coronavirus uh, response. Now, The request is for funds to be used for vaccines, treatment, and protective equipment, including 300 million masks. Now, let me just say that this is so important to pray about because right now they also indicated that we don't have enough masks. We don't have uh, enough uh, of the stockpile items if this was to have a major breakout in the United States. That's why it is so important for us to be vigilant and to pay attention as to what we are hearing. Now, about 1.2 or 1.3 of that $2.3 billion is not going to be new money. It is money that is being requested to be allocated from other sources to the coronavirus fund. It would be a million two, million three of new funding, but um, already there's questions about the, uh, you know, from the left about if this was just a knee-jerk reaction that it just pull a number out of the sky. I say this with all seriousness. I hope that this doesn't get politicized like everything else. I hope this doesn't get the, uh, you know, the treatment that. Everything else that this president tries to do, um, I just hope that this is not the case with this virus. So should we be all wired out and worried? Of course not. We as Christians know that whatever is going to happen, well, it's going to happen because the Lord knows he has a plan. He knows the future. He already knows what we don't know. What we have to do is um, be in our, go to our knees, ask the Lord to uh, forgive us of our sins, ask for wisdom and insight, not only on a national basis, certainly on a global basis, uh, but also right with our family and in our home. And I can tell you that one of the most important things that you can do is very frequently Wash your hands with hot water and soap. And by the way, scrub your hands for about 20 minutes. 
hand washing several times a day in warm water. Take the extra seconds to let the water heat up uh, coming from the uh, hot water tank, but wash your hands in hot water. The other is to realize that, um, as I said yesterday, you have to be within a four to six foot range of someone who has the coronavirus, and you basically have to be in their presence. Unlike the measles, and I want to repeat this from what I, what I alerted to you yesterday, uh, when someone has the measles, they go into a room, that, that bacteria can float around for a day or two. That's not the case with the coronavirus. About the time that person will leave the room, that four to six foot bubble leaves with them. Now, here's the big thing. If you have to sneeze, do not sneeze into your hands. Because the particles from coronavirus can get into some of your nasal um, tissue. What you want to do is to um, is to cough uh, into your arm. About the area where your shoulder uh, and your arm meet, you want to just kind of bury uh, your uh, cough uh, into your, your shoulder and to, to cough that way. And just... This is not a time to be fearful, but it's a time to pray and uh, to know that uh, there is going to be an outbreak in America, not just if, but when. Uh, I want to make sure that uh, you're aware of that. No need for any excess, extra uh, worry. You know, worry is sin. Uh, God's got our back. He's walking with us, and if you're walking with him, um, he knows exactly not only in the uh, situation of the coronavirus, he knows exactly what else that you may be um, dealing with in your life. So let's talk about uh, some of the other headlines that we'll be talking about today. First off, I always enjoy your phone calls, even if you disagree with me. That number is 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Here are some of the topics that we will be um, talking about today. The South Carolina debate is tonight. It's going to be very interesting, and uh, some of you might want to take a peek uh, in on that. We are closely watching the markets. The Dow Jones Industrials was uh, in positive territory shortly after 10 o'clock this morning. The market is basically being manipulated by the big traders, the hedge funds, the institutional folks. A little while ago, it was back in the eight to nine hundred dollar range. I don't know if it got into nine hundred dollars off, but right now the Dow Jones Industrials at this moment is off down seven hundred and seventy-two point eight nine points. That's off about two point seven five, two point seven six percent. We've got about uh, a little less than uh, 45 minutes before the closing bell, and uh, that's going to tell us a lot about uh, where the traders or the market is. Uh, are they feeling like um, they're going to stay in the market for the balance of the day, or will we see some selling as we get to the end of the day? Now, if you have a 401k, just remember that you're going to take a little bit of a hit uh, during this period. Uh, you really want to pray about um, uh, it, where your tolerance is, where you where you want to go in the future. 
Uh, markets go up, markets go down. If you have a financial advisor, then you need to pray about it first and then uh, get with your financial advisor. And uh, we're going to watch and see how this plays out in the next few days. Be aware that what will happen, the the big hedge funds, the big traders, what they'll do is they'll come in and do some buying and they'll run the market up in the positive territory like they did today. Unsuspecting investors, uh, traders will get in and say, hey, it was just a one-day deal. I want to get on get in on this now because it's going to recoup. Do not be fooled by that. Do not be fooled. There is there is market manipulation depending on how big an order is. So you want to keep that in your mind as well. So the question is, one of our topics, has Bernie Sanders insulted Florida's Cuban Americans? We'll talk about that on today's program, Loose Lips about Fidel Castro. Uh, maybe tells us a little bit more about uh, the one who would be president. And did the Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor, has she crossed the line? President Trump is asking for her and another justice to recuse themselves on any of his issues, his bills. She made a very worrisome set of comments in an opinion about conservative justices. Really? And about how they should recuse themselves on some of these cases? Let me remind you that Sotomayor was working on issues for President Barack Obama. He appointed her to the Supreme Court. And guess what? When those issues came to the Supreme Court and she was on the court, do you think she recused herself? Absolutely not. We've got a great interview coming up in the second hour with Pastor Joshua Gagnon. Don't want to miss that. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. Be right back. If you drive an import, you might be concerned about taking it to anyone but the dealership for windshield glass replacement. Well, Auto Glass America can replace any windshield, domestic, Asian, European. Their techs are trained to keep up with the ever-changing windshield technologies. I'm a customer. I've used Auto Glass America. They'll come to your home or office. They handle it all. They'll pay you for the old windshield. The next time you hear that rock hit glass and the star appears, call Auto Glass America. 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Most people weren't taught how to trade and invest in school. And if you're like me, you probably wondered, is there a path to help me take better control of my financial future? This is Joshua David, host of the Retire Young Radio Show, airing right here on WTBN, Saturdays at 10 a.m. Financial literacy is powerful. Learning the skills to invest in your future and creating multiple sources of income, that can be life-changing. And if you love your job but need a second income or you have retirement accounts you would like to protect and grow, join Online Trading Academy and sign up for a free introductory trading and investing class by calling 888 888- 989-6525 or online at otaclass.com. That's a free class right here in Tampa. Call 888-989-6525. That's 888-989-6525 or otaclass.com. You'll even receive the Professional Insider's Kit for attending. As a leader in trading and investing education, Online Trading Academy teaches people just like you a step-by-step process designed to help you make the right moves in the financial markets. 888 888- 
989-6525 or otaclass.com. Sunday mornings at 7.30. Don't miss the crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But not only that, he gives us life. He gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The Crucified Message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 7.30 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Bunkley here. I would like to shift our attention to our brothers and sisters in Nigeria. Quick question Have you ever prayed for the church in Nigeria? Have you ever done any reading about the Christian church in Nigeria? Or something about the geopolitical? environment in Nigeria. Because I want to remind you remind you that they are ever as much our Christian brothers and sisters as those members of your Bible fellowship class on Sunday morning or if you have a small group that meets off campus. To be a Christian in Nigeria you have to be an Orthodox Christian. You can't be half in or half out. And by the way, if you're 100% in, your life is always, always in jeopardy. You might have heard about the terrorist group, Boko Haram, a savage, anti-Christian terrorist organization. As you know, Nigeria is a relatively poor agricultural nation outside of the of the big cities. We've had a report of uh, more than a hundred member terrorist, Islamic extremist, Boko Haram, attacked the town of Garkida in Gumbai area of the northeastern state of Adawawa. This happened a few nights ago on Friday night. The 100-plus terrorists went into the town armed, and they just started shooting people indiscriminately. Then they went to the Christian churches, and they torched. They burned down the Christian places of worship. 
if they knew that a Christian lived in a particular house, they burn that house down. There are five different church buildings that were torched. Two of the churches belong to the Church of the Brethren denomination. That happens to be an Anglican, Anglican, Anglican <laughs> um, communion church. And then there was um, the Living Faith Church. We don't know how many of our Christian brothers and sisters have been killed. We think it's going to be a significant number. Media outlets are reporting that many were killed. They also believe that several of the children, the teenage girls, the teenage boys, were abducted by Boko Haram. This is their calling card. On repeated occasions, they have kidnapped young boys and young girls and enforced them not only into slavery, but to service the soldiers. There's a story of one of the Nigerians, and this is a question for all of us. We, we tend to ask ourselves this from time to time. If you had some terrorists standing over you and you were posed with the situation, either renounce Christ or we will chop your hand off. There was one man who refused to deny Christ and they in fact removed his hand. They had about 60 motorcycles, two men on each motorcycle carrying an AK-47 and RPGs. There were 20 mounted gun trucks. The Nigerian security forces tried to fight them off, but they had to retreat. And people ran to the mountains. You know, when we take a personal inventory of our lives, boy, aren't we blessed here. We have some persecution. We have some verbal persecution. But I know, but but you know, we ought to be in the position to be sharing, sharing. Sharing with our brothers and sisters around the world, especially those who are in tight places. And just think of the reward. Just think of the crowns. Just think of the rewards of those who are martyred for Jesus. Remember that there is a special place for the saints who have been martyred. 
Now, the Bible talks about this special place for the saints that are martyred during the seven years of the tribulation. But I also believe that Jesus is well aware of each and every one of us. And maybe he hasn't called you or I to have a testimony of either accepting Jesus or having a very severe consequence. But I want to tell you that the joy of walking with the Lord, notwithstanding what you face, it is priceless. What you feel in the mind of your heart, it is, it is, it is priceless when he feels that. And so as we uh, look at a couple of things in the world today, boy, aren't we blessed. Are, but are we acting like we are blessed today? In our challenges of the day, are we like, hey, man, you know what? Whatever's happened to me today, man, it's cool. I'm gonna, I, I'm here. I'm at work. I'm at home. I'm on the ground, and I'm going to honor my Lord Jesus Christ with all that I do. But I ask you to please keep not only the recent uh, brothers and sisters in Christ in Nigeria in your prayers. But there is persecution all around the globe, every minute, every day. Let's just remember that one day we'll all be reunited, reunited with our brothers and sisters in heaven. Let's check in with SRN News. Bill Bunkley, I'll be back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Health Secretary Alex Azar says there's no evidence the coronavirus has spread to the U.S., beyond a relatively small number of people who mostly traveled overseas. However, he says there's still reason for concern. He says the administration is working with state, local, and private partners to help prepare for any virus outbreak. A senior member of the International Olympic Committee says if it proves too dangerous to hold the Olympics in Tokyo this summer because of the virus outbreak, organizers are more likely to cancel it altogether than to postpone or move it. A coalition of 39 states will look into the marketing and sales of Vaping products by Juul Labs. That will include whether the company targeted youths and made misleading claims about nicotine content in its devices. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 811 points and the Nasdaq is off 230. This is SRN News. You pledged your life to serve, to make our country stronger, safer, more free more equal you worked tirelessly made sacrifices missed first steps and birthdays lost loved ones at va we don't see the setbacks endured we see lessons applied and passion driving you upward and forward we don't see all the masks you wear but we hope you can set some aside we embrace your uniqueness and won't trivialize your past your fears or your hardships. We can't promise to heal all wounds or wash away all trauma, but we do see hope, a path forward, a future. We see all veterans. We see you. An opportunity to help you achieve a new mission, whatever that may be. Learn how treatment works and recovery is possible. Visit maketheconnection.net. You might wonder why Australians always seem so relaxed. Well, it comes down to sleep, and we can sleep like a koala full of gum leaves. So we've invented a solution to your sleep problems. It's called Pronto Sleep. Pronto Sleep is a two-in-one solution that helps you fall asleep and stay asleep. Pronto gently opens your nose to focus breathing 
so you can relax and fall into the land of Nod. And the built-in scent diffuser delivers a blend of four pure essential oils all night long for a beauty sleep naturally. Then Pronto replenishes the oils ready for the next night. Clever, eh? And does it work? Well, in trials, 84% of people with trouble sleeping found Pronto helped them fall asleep. 74% found it helped them stay asleep. You'll find Pronto now at select Walgreens, Amazon or at prontosleep.com. Pronto Sleep is the gift of sleep from Australia. From RhinoMed, bringing you advanced nasal therapies. Weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Because in your prayer room, God will speak to you with visions and ideas. And praise God, it's critical that you spend time with God in prayer. It will make your life so much easier if you can pray. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570, 910 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. We're back. Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Calling all ladies. Calling all ladies. You know, the date is right around the corner. It's our Faith Talk Ladies Night Out, sponsored by our great friends at Travel Cats. That's right. Coming just around the corner on Thursday, March the 5th. We'll get things underway about 5 or 530 in the afternoon. It's going to be right in the heart of Temple Terrace. It is Ladies' Night Out. Every year, I hear nothing but raves from the women who get a chance to, well, get a night out. You can come by yourself. Uh, Each ticket is $10. Uh, You can inquire about our group rates. We can get that down to about $5 a person. But uh, to have an opportunity to come out, First of all, you can come out. We'll have some hors d'oeuvres that uh, you can enjoy upon arrival at that 5, 530 hour. By the way, we'll also have some food trucks uh, there as well if you'd like to uh, take a look at some of their fare and order some of that on your own, by the way. Um, and then there's going to be, as always, uh, several booths that are set up and uh, all with uh, a lot of a lot of great people who just want to connect with you. Uh, our ladies of uh, of Faith Talk. And so after that, you're going to get a chance to go in and hear Sherry Brindell. And she is a Christian speaker. Um, She's a fashion editor. She's a Christian fashion editor. Think about that. She also helps, well, with professional image consulting. And uh, she speaks all around the country. She's very sought after. Uh, But she talks about beauty, ladies beauty and it's not just outward beauty 
She's going to talk about inward beauty. And so to have that balance and to have that uh, uh, particular subject matter, she'll talk about Christian fashion. Yes, there is Christian fashion. And, and I'm going to say this, dressing with dignity, dressing with dignity. Uh, that's a topic I think of from time to time, but always believe it is best reserved for um, a woman talking to other women. And so looking forward to Sherry uh, being here with that. You're going to have an exciting evening, and it's a lot of fun. Now, it's not over when Sherry finishes up uh, in, uh, in that group setting. Because then you're going to be retreating back into the area where you had your hors d'oeuvres. And then, mm-hmm, it's a dessert social. That's right. On the way out, you're going to get a chance to have a little dessert before you head home. And, oh, by the way, uh, that's also the same area where all the booths are at. And so you can go booth to booth to booth. And you're going to have a little ticket. Because each of those booths are going to be giving you an opportunity to win their door prize. So, um, want to find out more? You want to have some food, some fun, some faith. Ladies, gather together. Bring the church bus. Fill up one of the vans, carpool, whatever it is. Bring your whole group. It's really a blast by your group. And if not, come by yourself and make some new friends. Find out more. This is going to be on Thursday, March the 5th, right around the corner. Go to our website, letstalkfaith.com. Letstalkfaith.com. And we're going to hope to meet you at the Mission Hill Church at 10,002 56th Street in Temple Terrace. Now, for those of you who are veterans of Ladies Night Out, just remember, programming note, that we are not in Brandon this year. We are in Temple Terrace. And I'm excited because that's going to be opening up some opportunities for some of you ladies that uh, are uh, to the west of uh, maybe northwest, west, southwest of uh, Temple Terrace. Maybe on a Thursday, it was hard to uh, get to uh, Bell Shoals with all the rush hour traffic. So we're going to move it around a little bit with a new geographical location. And so we hope to uh, see you there. You know, it's kind of exciting to know that God is always up to something. There's always something up in our life. And you know, the way we look at life, I think we all struggle. We, we know that we struggle with being in the flesh or being in the spirit. We know that we struggle with just staying staying on point with the Lord. Not letting doubt, not letting naysayers, not letting uh, finances, not letting anything come in and and just absolutely hijack your thinking to the negative. Now, we're not talking about just being positive thinking for uh, for the act of uh, positive thinking. No, no, no. We're talking about biblically founded principles on how we are to live victoriously in faith. Right now, it's, what, about uh, 3.40 in the afternoon? And so your day has, if you were to stop and be interviewed right now and very candid, uh, in a sentence or two, you could really tell us how your day has gone since you woke up this morning and rolled out of bed. Now, the interesting thing is a lot of people, I'm not going to say most, but a lot of people are always thinking that the cup is half empty. 
that every little challenge, every little distraction um, is just going to set you back. But think about something. Rather than worry about distractions, rather than worrying about being set back, how about being mindful, and I'm consciously using the word worry and mindful, how about being mindful that you're on God's plan today? Remember that Proverbs tells us that we make our plans, but God directs our hearts. We know what we think we are to do today, and those of us believe that we are doing that in the will of God. Sometimes it's difficult to make those priorities. Sometimes there's competing interests, right? And so today the question is, how do you feel about your day? Is it a glass half empty day or is the glass more than half full day? And you know, there's a lot that uh, has already happened today that you could just have a lot of joy about. A tremendous amount of joy. There's a lot of things to celebrate. But but I'm reading a, the, a book about taking a minute out from time to time and also talking about transitions. And, and now we're talking about the importance of taking some time off to get outdoors, to get out of the There was one statistic that people today, that by the time you are in your house, you're in your car, you're in the office, you're here, there, that a person may spend as much as 93% of their life indoors. Indoors. And I want to remind you, where was David? King David, when he needed to be refreshed. Remember the 23rd Psalm. Remember how beautiful the 23rd Psalm is. And and think about that. The peace of having God with us. Besides still waters. Now, lest you think, well, that's because everything was agricultural back then or everything was out in the desert. Well, no, no, no. You know, the setting of that psalm where, where, where God could have had David, God could have had David at the, the house of one of the religious rulers in Jerusalem. David could have talked about that uh, security in God at the temple. You know, Jerusalem was an urban area, so David didn't have to be outdoors. But but just think of that setting. I'm excited about the prospect of, of maybe even putting it in your schedule. Depending on what time you start work in the morning, maybe you've got a little alarm or on your to-do list, 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock. A one-minute pause. You, you close your screen, you put your phone upside down, you block everything off, and for a moment, you're just going to close your eyes. You're going to take a few moments. You're going to pull back. 
and you're going to have your thoughts about the Lord and you're going to communicate with the Lord. And maybe you do that again at noontime, maybe at 2 o'clock, maybe again at 4 o'clock. The idea is, is just a minute, just, just, just 60 seconds. Because it's during that time where I believe that you can put everything back into perspective. Not everything, that's probably an overstatement, but you understand what I'm saying. An opportunity just to, to say, Lord, first of all, I thank you. It means so much that you're with me here today. It's awesome to know that I'm yielding to you and you are leading and guiding. And what a refreshing feeling to know that I'm in the center of your will. Not my will, not my agenda, but Lord, your agenda. Because I'm convinced that between the development of the smartphone and the internet, what has happened is most of us don't have any downtime. And most of us are planning too much in a given day, and so therefore you're going from task to task, and there's no what we call also transition time. You have different responsibilities at work. Maybe each day in the morning you have to do this. And then when you get done with that, you just hop into the next thing. Maybe totally unrelated, but it's at work. Well, I'm also praying and meditating about transition times. And as my work goes back and forth between Tallahassee and the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission and uh, and uh, my ministry here on the Salem Radio Network, you know, I transition back and forth quite a bit throughout the day. And I need to, to take a, a moment or two, uh, not just in the one-minute quiet time, but in a transition time. And what that will do is that will make you much more relaxed, much more efficient, much more feeling that comfort and the warmness of the Lord. And as you practice that, I believe you'll have a little smile come over your face because you will be feeling the spirit of the living God at work within you. And oh, by the way, we'll talk about it today. Another aspect of that is get outdoors as many times as you can. Even as for, for two or three days, uh, I mean two or three days, two or three hours on a weekend. And, and don't just rush through it. Go find a park bench. Go find uh, something beautiful. And, and just gaze upon it and relax. And think about God's creation and God's beauty. Tell you what, especially in these troubling times, it will help me and it will help you have a great proper balance moving forward. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back. If you're tired of crowded classrooms, if you're ready for a school where Christian values are strengthened and not mocked, you're ready for Elfer's Christian School. The best part of my experience would definitely be the relationships I've made with the teachers. It's great knowing that they're wanting the best for you in everything that you do. 
Your child will soar with a Christ-centered education at Elfers Christian School in Newport Ritchie. Call for a campus tour at 727-845-0235. Online at elferschristianschool.org. Hi, this is Sherry Brandell, and I'm the visionary of Fashion Meets Babe, and I get to be your speaker at the Ladies' Night Out event for Babe Talk Radio. I'm going to teach you how to look better and feel better, but really how to feel better in how God made you. When I was growing up, I was always the tallest girl in the room, bigger features, everything, and it was hard. But what is it for you? What are those things that you're kind of upset about? Do you look in the mirror and say, oh my goodness, I just don't like the way that I look? Well, you've got to come to this event because I promise you one thing. When you walk away from there, you will feel better about your body, about the way that you're made. Make sure you get your tickets. And it's at Mission Hill Church, Thursday, March 5th. I can't wait to be there with all of you that night. See you then. Get your tickets today for Ladies Night Out, March 5th at Mission Hill Church and Temple Terrace, featuring Sherry Brandell. And you could win a seven-day cruise courtesy of Travel Cats. Get your tickets for Ladies Night Out at letstalkfaith.com. Sometimes it may feel like the troubles of the world are pulling us down. When that happens, we should pick ourselves back up with the power of God's love. Godvine.com makes it easy to brighten even the darkest day with uplifting and inspiring videos and stories chosen especially for you to lift you up and strengthen you in your walk with Jesus. From powerful stories of healing, miracles, and angels to heartwarming videos of love, surprises, and joy to cute and funny videos that'll have you laughing out loud, Godvine has just what you need. For the best uplifting videos filled with joy, hope, and love to brighten your day, join millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. For a happier day right away, visit us at Godvine.com. Godvine.com. That's Godvine.com. This is Dan Tullis, and I just called Joel Clark, one of Select Quote Insurance Services Term Life Agents. Hi, Mr. Tullis. Joel, how does Select Quote save you money on term life insurance? Well, buying term life insurance is about choosing the right company. Let's say you take antidepressants or you smoke. All insurance companies are going to price that differently. Now, we'll impartially shop all the companies we represent to find you the best price. Can you give me an example? Sure. I just got a 40-year-old man on blood pressure medication, a $500,000 policy with a highly rated insurance company. His price? $21 a month. Thanks, Joel. See how affordable term life insurance can be for you. Call 1-800-711-7857. That's 1-800-711-7857. Or go to selectquote.com. Selectquote. We shop. You save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at letstalkfaith.com.
Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here at 877-943-9673. 877-943-9672. Hey, got some big news this afternoon. If you are pro-life, I want to bring you some breaking news about a court victory. A United States appeals court has upheld President Trump's administrative rules that prevent taxpayer money from being used for abortions. Let me repeat, big news comes to us uh, from CBN News. A U.S. appeals court has upheld Trump administration rules that prevent taxpayer money from being used for abortions. In simple terms, this is a huge loss, a huge, huge loss for Planned Parenthood. The Trump administration rule forbids clinics that receive federal funds through the Title X program from making abortion referrals and from sharing space with abortion providers. In other words, the Title X money is only supposed to be used for health care needs, not to promote abortion. And this was a full court ruling. It's a 7-4 to four ruling in the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Planned Parenthood and others' arguments were dismissed. They said that the rule forces doctors to violate medical morals by withholding information from patients. Now, let me, let me just educate you. The Title X funds, which are your taxpayer dollars, they are designed to help pay for family planning, cancer screenings, testing for sexually transmitted diseases, as well as other services. And they are targeted for low-income patients. The so-called Project Life Rule forbids grant recipients from using the funds to perform, promote, refer to, or support abortion as a method of family planning. Last summer, Planned Parenthood pulled out because of the Trump ruling. But, nonetheless, they were watching this this case very, very closely. Molly Timmons with the U.S. Department of Justice She said that the U.S. Justice Department was pleased by the new ruling. She went on to say Congress has long prohibited the use of Title X funds in programs where abortion is a method of family planning, and Health and Human Services' recent rule makes that longstanding prohibition a reality. We look forward to continuing to defend the vital rule against all challenges. My friends... My evangelical friends, why am I make why am I bringing this up now and not the next hour? This is another piece of evidence of President Trump and his policies standing firmly for the right to life, standing firmly with orthodox belief that life begins at conception and that we are wonderfully made in our mother's womb before we can be seen outside of that womb. And I want to remember of the many promises 
And people will sometimes challenge me about President Trump. When I heard President Trump say that part of his campaign pledge was to defund Planned Parenthood, I've been in this struggle for life for 24 years in the state capitol in Tallahassee. When someone tells me they're going to defund Planned Parenthood, I'm interested, but, you know, it never happens. This year it happened. And I'll be honest, that's why I'm supporting the president who made this happen. I'm not supporting uh, all of his tweets. I'm not supporting his uh, bedside manner. I'm not supporting all of his communication skills. But I look at the facts, and I look at the issues. And by the way, the Ninth Circuit, do, do some education on the Ninth Circuit because the other half of this praise report is these judges who are originalists that he's appointing to the federal bench, these judges who are what's called textualists, they go to the text. They're not activist judges. It's, it's a very important development. This is something that is going to protect life. We don't believe that abortion is family planning. I don't believe abortion is family planning. It is very important. President Trump's Protect Life rule honors the plain language of Title X by stopping the funding of taxpayer dollars to the abortion industry. By the way, the president has named 10 judges to the Ninth Circuit. You hear that? 10 judges to the Ninth Circuit. More than one-third of its active judges. Thank you, President Trump. Well, when we come back, top of the hour, we'll be joined by our answer station. We're keeping our eye on the close of the Dow Jones Industrials. We'll see how the coronavirus is affecting that area. We'll talk about tonight's uh, South Carolina debate. That ought to be a very, very interesting. And we'll talk about Bernie Sanders, Viva Fidel, which is an open insult to Florida's Cuban-Americans. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back. Pastors and ministry leaders, Mission Hill Church wants to invest in you on February 27th during a one-day conference focused on real, practical ministry opportunities found in every church setting. In addition to Paul Purvis, lead pastor of Mission Hill Church, this one-day conference will include Dr. Jay Strack, president of SLU, along with local pastors Willie Rice and Evan Burroughs, and many more. Allow us to invest in you so you can invest in others. Register today at missionhillchurch.com sharper. That's missionhillchurch.com sharper. When was the last time the owner of a heating and A.C. company took time out to share helpful tips on keeping your A.C. trouble-free? Learn how to save money and time on costly repairs and maintenance fees during Keeping It Cool with Josh Cabrera, owner of ACS Home Services, Central Florida's heating and cooling experts. Visit acshomeservices.com and listen to Keeping It Cool Saturday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. 
With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Health Secretary Alex Azar says there's no evidence the coronavirus has spread to the U.S. beyond a relatively small number of people who mostly travel overseas. However, he says there is still reason for concern. There is now community transmission in a number of countries, including outside of Asia. That's deeply concerning, and community spread in other countries will make successful containment at our borders harder and harder. That's why we've already been working closely with state, local, and private sector partners to prepare for mitigating the virus's potential spread in the United States. Secretary Azar speaking at a press conference this past hour. Looks like another losing day on Wall Street. PNC Financial Services Group Chief Economist Gus Fauché says the market's Need greater clarity on the virus to calm down. How widespread coronavirus is going to be, uh, how many people it's going to affect, what's going to happen to supply chains, what's going to happen to labor supply. Uh, there's going to be a lot of volatility in, in the stock market and in the bond market. Economist Gus Fauché. Also at SRNews.com, little sign of a compromise between Democrats and Republicans as the Senate holds a pair of votes on abortion bills this afternoon. Senator Mitch McConnell says Democrats and Republicans alike should vote for a bill to protect pain-capable unborn children. There are only seven nations left in the entire world where an unborn child can be killed by elective abortion after 20 weeks. Still, Democrat Charles Schumer says don't count on his support for what he calls this anti-choice, anti-women, anti-family legislation. Votes to advance two abortion-related bills are expected to fail along party lines. Bob Agnew, Capitol Hill. Ahead of the closing bell, the Dow is off 856 points. Now the Nasdaq off 260. This is SRN News. Here is some great news. If you missed the deadline to sign up for health insurance or if you sign up for a plan that you're just not happy with, you still have a choice. It's called MediShare. It's the affordable alternative to health insurance, and it's worked beautifully for 25 years. They have more than 400,000 members now around the country. MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, and over the years, members have shared over $3 billion of each other's medical bills, so they could help share your needs too. And best of all, you could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for a family is about 500 bucks a month. Your savings could be more or less, but think about what you could do with that extra money every month. You're not stuck with a high-cost health plan. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. Here's the number to find out more, and there's no pressure. They are super easy to talk to. Call 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. Muslim terrorism comes to another African nation. United Nations officials say at least 700 people have been killed by Islamic terrorists in Mozambique over the past three years, and more than 100,000 have been forced to flee their homes. The majority Christian country has been unable to get a handle on the problem, a situation similar to that of several other sub-Saharan African nations. Muslim terrorism has been spreading in the region for at least a decade, and generally weak governments are largely helpless to respond. Michael Harrington, SRN News. Human rights activists want the European Union to challenge Vietnam on a number of issues, including freedom of religion. Human Rights Watch has issued a statement saying the government in Hanoi uses a number of means to limit religious freedom, including legislation, surveillance, and outright harassment. Christians are held for special persecution because their faith is associated with the West and the U.S. in particular. This is SRN News. 
There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. My mom died when I was nine, and there wasn't anyone left to take care of me. Hi, I'm Jim Daly with Focus on the Family. My heart breaks for children whose stories are like mine. That's why Focus on the Family developed Wait No More. This event will help you understand God's heart for children in foster care and then guide you in the process of helping kids in your area. The next Wait No More event is coming to Clearwater. Join us Saturday, March 28th at Calvary Church. Register for this free event at waitnomore.org FL. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Good afternoon, Bill Bunkley here. Welcome back to the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. And we invite uh, happily all of you listening in on our Faith Talk, uh, st- Faith Talk uh, platform today, as well as our answer stations. Well, day number two of chaos in the markets, and that is because the coronavirus Well, we were told today by the CDC it's not if the coronavirus will spread in the USA, it is when. I repeat, the CDC reported earlier today, as far as the coronavirus in America, it's a question of uh, of when and not if. Glad to have you along this afternoon. As always, if you'd like to share your opinion about one of our topics today, the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Well, let me give you the closing numbers. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was off another 879 points with the close just moments ago. Uh, That's off 3.15%. It closed at 27,081 and change. The S&P 500, it was off 97.68, that was 3.03% to close at 3128.21. And the NASDAQ was uh, off uh, 255.6 points. That equated to a 2.77% loss to close at 8965.61. And so uh, even though the market was up and down throughout the day, probably more manipulation by the traders, And uh, so they didn't want to to stay in these markets at all today. Plus, here's the big news for those of you really thinking about refinancing or buying a house. uh, The bond market has just absolutely um, tanked. And the bond market yields are raising uh, a lot of concern that the global economy is slowing significantly. Quote, unquote, significantly because of the coronavirus. The 10-year Treasury yield hit a record low uh, this afternoon, uh, and that is very, very, very uh, troubling. Uh, and when we look at um, the the, um, the um, up and down of these markets and the fact that we're having these sell-offs, there's no, there's no question that we are in a correction. The question is, how long will the correction last? Um, now, volatility was up today, and there's a lot of debate. I won't get into it this afternoon. 
about uh, whether it is uh, in line with uh, what we are looking at or if there's uh, excess volatility, I don't know. But that 10-year Treasury yield, are you ready for this? The 10-year Treasury yield that is measured, uh, the closest Treasury measured against 30- and 15-year mortgages, the yield came in at 1.33%. Think about that. (laughs) 1.33%. I think that the 15-year average rate was about 3.03%, and I think the 30-year rate was somewhere in the neighborhood of 3.14%, just just in ballpark. So that will tell you that um, I don't know in your lifetime or in my lifetime, some of you may be a little younger than I am, but um, you're not going to have another opportunity to be able to secure a long-term interest rate uh, at these kind of levels. And so you might want to take out the old mortgage calculator and um, strum the keys a little bit and see what all that means to you because it is uh, it is a low number. Well, we're going to talk about Bernie Sanders in just a moment. Oh, Bernie. He's out there essentially saying, Viva Fidel. And by the way, he has opened up a wound. A very, a very deep wound with Florida's Cuban Americans, and um, we'll talk about that uh, as well. We'll talk about the controversy over the U.S. Supreme Court. This time, Justice Sotomayor, President Trump has called for her to recuse herself. She has an interesting pass in that area as well. Uh, But a big day coming up this afternoon, just after the half past the four o'clock hour, we have a first for the Bill Bunkley Show. There is a new book that uh, was available and open to the markets today. First day of distribution. And um, we've got uh, for you on this day, you're going to be hearing from the pastor and author of this new book. Uh, He is Joshua uh, Gagnon. He's going to be talking about it's not over, leaving behind disappointment and learning to dream again. He's going to be with us and uh, going to be a great day here on the first day of his book being available. And so you don't want to miss uh, that particular segment. So Bernie Sanders thinks that Fidel Castro is all right that because of Fidel Castro's literacy program, uh, everything else should be overlooked. And by the way, he's doubling down on that. Let me just share something with you. I I was born right here in Tampa, Florida. And in the neighborhoods that I grew up, I attended Tampa Bay Elementary School, West Tampa Junior High School, Lato High School for a year, and then busing was uh, made the law of the land, and then I was bused to Hillsborough High School. So sort of a split high school, if you will. I grew up not far from the Hillsborough River, 
not far from the Martin Luther King Bridge over the Hillsborough River. Used to be called Buffalo Avenue in my youth. Also not far, I used to watch the cranes as they went up, and from my home I could watch them build the old sombrero. That was the old original stadium for the Buccaneers. So as I went to Tampa Elementary School, I went to West Tampa Junior High School, right in the heart of a beautiful Latino community. Went to Leto and then back over to Hillsboro. Let me just tell you, I have an abundance of Cuban friends. An abundance. I grew up with my Cuban friends. The friends that I grew up with, it was their parents who were run out of Dodge in Havana. It was their parents who lost everything. When Fidel Castro, the communist, and his revolution overtook the country. Plenty of our Florida citizens were also prisoners of Fidel Castro. I can tell you, the time has not healed anything. There is a bitterness among the Cuban community in Florida because they want their country back. Some even still dream. Many have died dreaming, hoping one day they could go back to their house in Cuba, their house in Havana, maybe their business in Havana. And they they, they dreamed about going back and picking up where they left off. So I can assure you there's a lot of feelings about Fidel Castro. And let me also mention that there's no doubt they are outraged with Bernie Sanders talking about Fidel raising the literacy rate. We'll get to that in a moment. Not only are Florida Cubans outraged, but I want to tell you, we've got some other South Americans here who know the pain of socialism in their countries in the Southern Hemisphere. We have a healthy Venezuelan community here in Florida, healthy community from Ecuador, and also from Bolivia. And by the way, if you will look very closely Argentina, that's right, Argentina, Buenos Aires. They could be the next to fall to socialism. I want to tell you, go to, go to, go to Disney World anytime, like right now. Because it's summertime in the Southern Hemisphere, we're in wintertime. Go and see the number of Latin America people who come to America. And I challenge any news organization to go over and ask them about what they think about praising Fidel Castro. 
And even his campaign uh, earlier today was trying to spin the fact that young Cubans don't feel the same way. Well, a lot of our young people may not feel the same way about a lot of things. So I don't know if that's saying anything unique about the Cuban situation. But uh, Bernie Sanders, no doubt, is clueless about Florida. Now, he has, he has supported and praised Fidel Castro for many, many years, decades. So he didn't just bring this up himself. He's responding to a lot of the investigative reports going back into his past. And so he's making these comments. Now, in hearing, I, I read somewhere where... of Cuba was actually literate when Fidel took over. Kind of interesting, okay, if you're going to teach literacy, I wonder what you were teaching. Were you teaching the Marxist revolution? (laughs) Were you making sure that people understood the commands from the totalitarian regime? Now, Remember that Florida is not part of Super Tuesday. Our primary is actually on Tuesday, March the 17th, right, right around the corner. That's our presidential preference primary. Tonight, the Democrats are debating in South Carolina. Everyone's waiting to see how that will turn out, particularly with where African Americans are coming in on today's candidates. But I tell you what, the question is, I think, for Florida voters, is Bernie in his right mind? <laughs> I mean, is Bernie is Bernie really in his right mind? The multimillionaire salesman, the guy who's pitching socialism, he wants to eliminate your private health care. And now he's espousing admiration for Castro. Look, look, the burn has some serious issues. And I don't know if he's in his right mind. But I don't think he is. And by the way, let me say this. I am not the only Floridian who is in that camp. More of the Bill Bunkley Show, 877-943-9673 if you want to Weigh in on Bernie Sanders praising Fidel Castro. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. 
That's bamboohr.com slash HR. Ladies, save the date for March 5th and get ready for food, fun, and faith at Faith Talk's annual Ladies' Night Out at Mission Hill Church in Temple Terrace. You'll be encouraged to love who you are and how God created you by Fashion Meets Faith founder, Sherry Brindell. I'm going to teach you how to feel better in how God made you. When you walk away from there, you will feel better about your body, about the way that you're made. I can't wait. See you then. Connect with other Christian women while enjoying light hors d'oeuvres and browsing our expo. Get your name in the hat to win amazing door prizes. And thanks to our friends and sponsors at Travel Cats, your name could be drawn to win a seven-day, six-night cruise. You say where? Faith Talks Ladies' Night Out with Sherry Brindell. March 5th at Mission Hill Church, Temple Terrace. Food Trucks and Expo at 5, main event at 7. Tickets are going fast at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, welcome back. Bill Bunkley here reminding you coming up in just a few moments, but on the hour, we have it right here, an exclusive first day book interview with pastor and author Joshua Gagnon. He's written a brand new book, and today is the first day of its distribution. It's called It's Not Over, Leaving Behind Disappointment and Learning to Dream Again. A pastor will be with me at the bottom of the hour. Don't uh, want to miss that. Well, as we talk about Bernie Sanders and his Castro comments, you know, as I think about Florida in the last election, we were a purple state, which means very, very evenly, equally divided. Now, what's interesting is that even though the Republican primary is not contested, we've been in a period uh, that just uh, just shut off for the primary where you could register to vote for the primary. The Republicans really out-hustled the Democrats in Florida with the new registrations. Now, I'm kind of I'm sitting back and I'm looking here. Certainly, there are progressives here in the state of Florida. Certainly, we have enough university campuses that uh, the burn is going to feel his, uh, you know, feel the warmth of uh, his support uh, in certain areas around the state. But I tell you what, by listening to the far left extremists of the Democrat Party, and I'm not talking about liberals, I'm talking about the far left extremists. Bernie Sanders is certainly out there, and the amazing thing is is that he is leading that group of people, that group of people called Democrats, at least in uh, some of the early states of the primary. And he's being emboldened by those people. But I believe that here in Florida, and by the way, we have 900 people moving here a day. Our congressional districts are going to be changing very soon. And by the way, do yourself a favor. Don't try and run from the census. Do the census. Follow 
the requirements by an American citizen. Let's get that in. And because now's the time where all of the district boundaries are going to be redrawn for the legislature, uh, for the Congress. And I'm just thinking about the people who are moving to Florida. By and large, the, the spiking of the state of Florida is reti- a lot of it retirees. These are older people, people who are wiser about the truth of life. Who are wiser because they're a little older. Maybe old enough to know what war is all about. Maybe old enough to know the importance of family values. And though we're seeing this demographic shift around the country, maybe, maybe not so much in Florida with all of the people moving in. Now, having said that, by the time we get to the presidential election, and if Bernie Sanders is at the head of that ticket, because... The conventional wisdom is it might be too late to stop them, even with, you know, deep pockets of Bloomberg. Now, Bernie's going to be in the crosshairs of everybody tonight. And I will tell you that even if you don't particularly find yourself enjoying Democrat debates, you might want to watch this one again. The first one that I watched in total Last week, a couple weeks ago, it was very entertaining. Very entertaining. And uh, tonight, they know that they have to start whacking at Bernie and know that there is a ton, a ton of money being invested in opposition research going back to Bernie and his quotes for decades and decades and decades. pretty interesting because it is it does it, it you know a lot of times we look at what people do and i don't know about you but i've i've tried to consider the selection by mr and mrs bernie sanders to get married and then new honeymoon in russia now if he wasn't espousing socialism and It's cousin communism. I mean, if Bernie Sanders had not devoted his whole career to promoting that false utopia, it wouldn't be as big as a deal. But when you realize how much he is in love with a collective state where individuals don't have any rights, it's amazing that he has clawed his way to the position where he's clawed his way into. But it's uh, incumbent on us, I think, to um, not be in an echo chamber here. Tonight would be an excellent opportunity for you, if you don't know what we are dealing with here with this socialistic threat to America, you might want to listen in. You might want to become a little more educated. Certainly for those who are followers of Christ, like myself, a whole lot of praying going on. Of course, we're praying for God's will to be done. We pray for that will is that America would still be a bastion, that city on a hill, 
that light that's not put under a a bushel basket, uh, that stands for freedom, stands for independence, stands for personal, um, personal liberty as opposed to being in a socialistic system. There's a lot at stake here. And if Bernie Sanders were to get elected or someone like Bernie Sanders ever get elected, understand that the world that you and I live in, in America, could very quickly become something altogether different. And I want to tell you in closing how important it is to register to vote. If you are not registered to vote, please register to vote. Why? You know, half the folks that you see in church, half the folks you see in in, in traffic, half the folks out there, they're not registered to vote. And when they talk about, hey, we ought to turn out a 15%, it wasn't 15% of the entire population, it's 15% of half the people. You must realize right now how very small a subset of people there is that's deciding every election. And I can't tell you how important it is for you to serve your country. I don't care who you vote for. Well, I do. That I just told a lie. I do like to convince you of a couple of candidates, but it, it's so it is important for you to vote. We all must vote, and we all must not relegate this to a to a handful of folks. Well, coming up next, well, you may be a little depressed. You may kind of be in a cul-de-sac, but guess what? It's not over. You want to leave your disappointment behind? You want to learn to dream again? Well, our pastor and author, Joshua Gagnon, is up next on the Bill Bunkley Show. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump has ended his trip to India. Before he left, he touched on the coronavirus issue. He says the situation is very well under control in our country. At the same time, his administration has asked Congress for an additional $2.5 billion for preparations in case of a widespread outbreak. In consumer news, Ford is recalling more than 270,000 pickup trucks, mainly in North America, to fix a problem with the daytime running lights. That recall covering certain F-150 trucks with LED headlights from the 2018 through 2020 model years. Dealers will update software to fix the problem. The NTSB says the driver of a Tesla SUV who died in a Silicon Valley crash two years ago was playing a video game on his smartphone at the time. Stocks ending lower today. The Dow is down 879 points. The Nasdaq off 255. This is SRN News. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. The point of diversity in the marketplace should be for people with different points of view to contribute different things to the business. But ideologues today typically use diversity as little more than a code word for identity politics. They don't care about genuine diversity, diversity that would include different points of view, different worldviews. In truth, they really just want progressives from various identity groups. According to a new study by the Religious Freedom and Business Foundation, this thinking is now dominant in the corporate world. Amongst and gender were emphasized by corporations over religion by a factor of 34 to 1. Corporations love to talk about diversity and inclusivity, but their concern is really only skin deep. It's time to go deeper and add religious and viewpoint diversity to America's largest companies. I'm Jerry Boyer. 
Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. I was a child in foster care. My mom died when I was nine, and there wasn't anyone left to take care of me. Hi, I'm Jim Daly with Focus on the Family. My heart breaks for children whose stories are similar to mine. That's why Focus on the Family developed the Wait No More program. We want to bring together people just like you who desire to understand God's heart for children in foster care and who want to do something to help. There are so many children today who need a safe place. Focus on the Family will guide you through the process of helping kids in your area. That might mean providing a safe and loving home for a season or maybe a lifetime. It could also mean supporting someone who does, whether it be through cooking a meal, running an errand, or even babysitting. Won't you join us? The next Wait No More event is coming to Clearwater. Join us Saturday, March 28th at Calvary Church. Register for this free event at waitnomore.org FL. That's waitnomore.org FL. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. In the benefit of the trust is no probate, no guardianship, quick, easy, fast, efficient, and private documents. And uh, in this case, we provided for each of them for the rest of their life with some security factor there and also provide for their children. Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen, Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. We're back, and uh, it's Tuesday, and I'm excited because this Tuesday is a special day, and that's because we have a brand-new book release that has, uh, well, it's gone public today. The book is called It's Not Over, Leaving Behind Disappointment and Learning to Dream Again, and this could be a real game-changer for uh, some of you, especially those of you in midlife. Joining me in studio is Pastor Joshua Gagnon. And uh, he's the founder and lead pastor of the Next Level Church. Now, he's regularly recognized as one of the fastest growing churches throughout all of America. And he is known for his uniquely authentic communication style uh, that makes the hope found in Jesus Christ relevant to people of every background. And his latest book is releasing today, and uh, we are so honored and humbled to have him in our studios here today. And uh, just, you know what, just pray for he, his wife, Jennifer, uh, Jennifer, excuse me. They've raised their two sons there in the New Hampshire area. And Pastor, it's good to have you with us. It's an honor to be here. Thanks for having me. You know, a lot of times on my show, I talk about veteran Christians. And I talk about folks who've uh, been in the faith for a long time. And we tend to get rusty. We tend to get stale. And then as our bodies are changing, um, there's things that uh, 
uh, within us as we grow older and sometimes we start feeling depressed or we start feeling tired. And then we think, well, it's all over. <laughs> You've got a different take on that. Your take comes from Scripture. <clears throat> Your book, It's Not Over, talk about that. Yeah, I think when it comes to when it comes to life, we so often live life believing that our best days are behind us. You know, it's funny. You start life off believing that God can do the impossible, that nothing is impossible for God, that our dreams are worthy to be chased. And then you hit your 20s, you hit your 30s, 40s. And then at some point in life, you're looking at your future and, and you're just your hope is, is, is basically a skeleton of what it once was. You start thinking, man, I'm not sure there's much to live for anymore. I'm not sure there's there's much to believe for anymore. And and my passion is is for people to understand that it's not over. And the idea of a dream sometimes it becomes a little bit complicated because we often think of a dream as something where we have to go to another country and, and solve world hunger. But but I don't know about you, but I often have a dream in my heart to just overcome insecurity. Mm-hmm. And I know the listeners right now may have a dream in their heart to see their marriage restored. To, to see their kids follow after the heart of God. You know, dreams aren't just those things on the outside of us that we're chasing. Dreams are also those things on the inside of us, those things that God is pressing down each day into our heart. And so my hope and prayer, and, and, and what I know is, is we never get to an age where we, have, where we can stop believing that our better days are ahead of us, that God is not through with us. If, if there's breath in our lungs, God has a purpose for our life. And so, yeah, uh, the idea of dreaming is not just chasing crazy things out there, although those are good. The idea of dreaming is also believing that in our hearts, inside of our prayers, we can still pray with confidence because we serve a God who still can do the impossible. Mm. What inspired you to write the book? Now, I know you have <clears throat> multi-locations in your congregation, and at those locations, I know you got some folks that are probably a little older than you are. You're uh, certainly uh, not in your retirement age for sure. Was it uh, sort of ministering to them, interacting with them? Was that sort of what helped you to understand of what God was saying uh, about not giving up? It's not over, and we've got a call, a plan in our lives all the way to the time we're absent with the body, present with the Lord? Yeah, when I realized that this was not just a— uh, a problem for people in their 20s, but also people in their 90s. The reality is I was sitting at dinner with a friend of ours, and, and her name's Catherine, and, and she had uh, given birth to a, to a son named Josiah 10 years ago. And, and she was sitting there at the table, and Josiah was born with many medical conditions. Uh, the first year of his life, he had over 30 surgeries. Mm. He, he was in the hospital more than, more than he was home. And as we were talking, I looked across the table, knowing that she's been carrying this burden for so long. And I said, what's been the hardest part of the last 10 years? And she said, praying. And I thought, praying. She said, I used to lay hands on my belly and pray for my baby that God would heal him. And then he was born. And I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. And God hasn't healed my baby. And for the first five years, I could pray. But after 10 years of praying for a miracle and not seeing it, she said, Pastor, I have no passion anymore. I feel so dry. It feels so empty. And that's when it hit me. That, man, our dream life and our prayer life, they parallel one another. They're that's not right. separate. Mm. And, and, and that's when it hit me that this isn't an, an, an age thing. No matter what age you are, you still need to believe that we can still pray to God. Even if we haven't seen in the past what we've hoped we'd see, we can still believe that God is not through, that he's the, the, the perfecter of our faith, that we're going to face trials, we're going to face tribulation. But the reality is, is resistance is the very thing that enables us to soar. Outside of resistance, planes don't soar. And Mm. I do believe that outside of resistance, we don't gain the character, integrity, and endurance it takes to soar. 
And so my heartbeat for this book is, is people of all ages understanding that, that the dreams we have inside of us that often become stale. And once again, that could just be a dream for a relationship to be restored, or, or mm-hmm. the listeners might have kids that are off living a life of recklessness, and their dream is that their family would know Christ. I mean, that dream sometimes, it, it feels empty. It feels dry because we get to a point in life where we've been praying and praying and praying and seeing no movement. Mm-hmm. My hope is that this book will breathe faith into lives that have given up and challenge them to believe it's not over because we serve a God who says it's not over till he says it's over. Mm, that's right. <clears throat> you know, we are so honored. We do uh, so many book reviews, but not often do we have an opportunity to have the author with us in studio on the day of the book release. And, of course, Tuesday, this book has been released today. It's called It's Not Over, Leaving Behind Disappointment and Learning to Dream Again. Of course, uh, my guest is uh, a Pastor Joshua Gagnon. And I want to tell you, if you're by your home or office PC, go right now to itsnotoverbook.com. Itsnotoverbook.com. And, uh, boy, that's a great website to, to take a view of this. And this is something that I'm recommending for you to consider. If you are not struggling in this area, I bet you that you know somebody who is. Pastor Joshua, let's go back to the dream thing. Mm. Um, a lot of people are afraid to dream. A lot of people are even afraid to go to first base. Uh, people are afraid to dream because maybe the dream won't happen. And they'll think that it is a final failure for their life. Or they're dreaming and they're asking God for dream and they're afraid they're going to be rejected by God, which is not the case. But if God is silent and it doesn't happen pretty quickly, help us with those who might be listening today, the very folks who need to get your book, It's Not Over, how do we get them to first base? How do we get them past the emotional wall that I'm afraid to dream because every time I have, all I've had is disappointment. Talk about that. Yeah, great question. You know, when I first uh, went to write a book, an agent reached out to me, and we have several locations in New England. We have a location in Tampa, Florida. And so we have many different churches, and, and this agent reached out to me, and he said, Hey, listen, Josh, the church is growing. Have you thought about writing a book? Now, I had this big, big desire in my belly to write a book for many years. And so when he reached out, I thought, okay, man, God is moving. This is God. This is an opportunity. This is going to happen. So we put together a book proposal, and we went out, and, and he shopped it, this agent, to all sorts of publishers. And we started getting calls back, and everybody was saying no, no, no. Finally, he emailed me and said, every lead is dried up. The book's not going to happen. I got in the shower and I just laid down in the shower and I started crying. This was three years ago. And I cried and I said, God, I thought you opened. I didn't knock down the door. An agent came to me. I thought you opened this this door. My, this is my heart. You know I want this. Mm. Man, I felt rejection and I felt pain and and I was laying on the bathroom. I didn't even tell my wife, Jennifer, for over a week that all the... You mean you, you pastors, have rejection and pain, too, like the rest of us? Yeah, we're just better at high, <laughs> pretending, right? Yeah. So I'm laying on the floor, and I'm crying. And, and uh, a year later, I get an email from another agent that says, have you thought about writing a book? And you want to know what I did? For a year, I didn't answer that email. And the reason was because I didn't want to face the pain and rejection again. Twice. I didn't want to face it again. A year later, I replied back to that agent, and I said, I cannot put the fire in my belly out. I Mm -hmm. know I need to move forward. Mm -hmm. Well, to God be the glory, we got six large book deal offers for this book. But I want to say this to everybody listening to respond to your question. Sometimes God's doing more in us than he's doing through us so that he can eventually do more through us than Mm -hmm. we could ever imagine. Mm -hmm. Never underestimate in the valley how God is preparing you for the battlefield. Remember, David had to know what it felt like to be in a field looking at animals and tending after sheep before he could step onto a battlefield 
and face Goliath. I think a lot of listeners are in a valley, and they're wondering, man, I don't want to dream again. It's too painful to dream again. I don't want to fail. But what I've learned is, is what if in that valley, what if in those seasons where it feels like a desert, God is forming you in a way he could never form you so that he can later use you in a way he desires to use you. Hmm. And by the way, if your heart's sort of uh, jumping a little bit and uh, you're thinking about what we're talking about, let me remind you and go right now to itsnotoverbook.com. Itsnotoverbook.com. And uh, I think that as soon as we wrap up, uh, you might want to go check that out and uh, certainly secure your copy of It's Not Over. You know, uh, we just got a couple of three minutes left. Uh, two quick questions. Number one, a dream. A dream can transform a life. But as we just talked about, it takes courage to step out in that dream. Talk about some of uh, the examples that you know of when people have stepped out with their God-given dreams, not their dream, but God's given dreams. Talk a little bit about how, how great things can happen. Yeah, when you look at uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, I talk about his story at the beginning because who doesn't like a little of that? I mean, we like the Christian chicken. Even right? gunfire in that story. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, they had nothing on the Hatfields and McCoys, but go ahead. Yeah. And I talk about how Colonel Sanders, we love the story of Kentucky Fried Chicken, but he went through all sorts of turmoil to get to where he was at 65 years old. He's driving around. He's young. He's yeah, young. He's, he's young. young. He's young. <laughs> he's driving around from store to store selling his chicken. Yeah. And yeah. now we know of him as this hero, right? And he was a he was a person of faith. But look what he went through to get there. That's right. uh, you look at people like you know uh, Billy Graham and the people mm-hmm. we look at and admire in the Christian world. Mm-hmm. Listen, the reason we admire them, I guarantee it, was because they were willing to stand in the valley. They were willing to fight through the storm. They were willing to look at resistance as not something that would define them but something that could compel them into high, to, to higher heights. And so, you know, when you look at the Christian story, I don't think, you know, someone once said there's, there's no such thing as doing anything great absent of pain. You know, pain is the constant companion for any dream worth chasing. Mm. I look at discouragement and I think to myself often, discouragement is spiritual proof. It's spiritual evidence that mm-hmm. we're chasing after something that matters. Like I've never been upset about something that didn't matter, Right. But when I'm discouraged, it's because I'm chasing after something that actually matters. And so uh, I think there's, there's, there's stories in Scripture, there's stories here on earth of people who chased after great dreams. And because they saw their great dreams and they weren't willing to give up, Amen. it's left a legacy here on earth. Mm. And I want to tell you that in addition to the book, It's Not Over, as you were listening to uh, our broadcast today, uh, his home church, uh, which is the Next Level Church, they have uh, created a song, and it's called It's Not Over. You had a chance to hear excerpts of that, and uh, we'll try and have excerpts of that as we exit in just a moment. But we're talking about a book that so many people need when they get into, well, sometimes the secular world calls us the, midly, the, the midlife crisis. But whenever we get to a point of staleness, And, you know, you've heard me through the years. I don't believe in retirement. I think that uh, we are going to be on the Lord's uh, pallet all the way to to the moment that uh, we cross over. It's part of that sanctification process. So if you know that you're in a Mm cul-de-sac, if you know you're not on a highway, if you know you're not moving forward, remember we talk about the fact you're either moving forward or moving backwards. You're You're not just standing still in the Lord. I want to highly recommend this book that has come out today. It's not over, leaving behind disappointment and learning to dream again. I bet you that may have uh, a ring in your heart, in your soul. And I want to thank uh, Pastor Joshua Gagnon, who's been with us today. And, Pastor, I thank you that you didn't give up. 
And I thank you that uh, overcoming that second possibility of disappointment, and uh, we got this thing out there. And, again, thank you so much for being with us in studio on the day of the release. Thank you so much for having me. All right. More of The Real Monthly Show coming up in a moment. And, again, that website, it's notoverbook.com, and listen to their song. Hey, Bill Carl here from Mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines, ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you. And ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers, available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations, so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan. Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. Hey, one of my first gifts as a new Florida resident was a beautiful star on my windshield, courtesy of the Howard Franklin Bridge. But my friends at the office here told me to go to Auto Glass America. Wow. Auto Glass America took care of everything, from the paperwork with my insurance company to installing the windshield. They came to the studios. In less than an hour, they put in a brand-new windshield while I was doing the radio show. Wish everything was this easy. When you hear stone hitting glass and the windshield star appears, call 813-96-GLASS. 81396-GLASS, Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. I'm Jim Daly with Focus on the Family. When my mom died, I went into foster care at age 9. Now my heart breaks for children with similar stories. That's why Focus on the Family developed the Wait No More program to help families understand God's heart for children in foster care. That could mean providing a loving home for a season or a lifetime. The next Wait No More event is coming to Clearwater. Join us Saturday, March 28th at Calvary Church. Register for this free event at waitnomore.org slash FL. Writing a Christian book, you're doing an amazing thing, getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press, and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. Listen to Faith Talk, weekday mornings at 8, for Alan Jackson, senior pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We're reluctant to embrace its morality. We're embarrassed it's not politically correct. Somebody might ostracize us. They'll say we're old-fashioned. Folks, if lining up with Almighty God makes me old-fashioned, I'm going to get in the line. I yield to Him. Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8, on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. 
Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Back, Bill Bunkley here on the Bill Bunkley Show. Got to wrap up with one big topic before we um, say goodbye to our folks on the answer stations, and that has to do with the Supreme Court. As you probably are aware by now, the one of the justices on the Supreme Court, Sonia Sotomayor, uh, in a dissenting opinion, was criticizing uh, her fellow justices criticizing the Trump administration. And this is, uh, it's very interesting. Now, let me tell you what she wrote. Uh, This had to do with a lower court had issued a nationwide injunction against the administration. Uh, The injunction was blocking the regulations, although the Cook County case only dealt with an Illinois injunction. And this has to do with um, the administration on the uh, the policies of the Trump administration as it comes to um, illegal immigration. And um, not only that, but being able to um, more closely look at uh, those who have made application to come into the country. Now, what's interesting is, is that to talk about that she dissented against this, and then she accused in her dissent, the Trump administration for repeatedly uh, applying for emergency stays so no injunctions could be put on hold. She wrote, It's hard to say what is more troubling, that the government would seek this extraordinary relief seemingly as a matter of course, or that the court would grant it. That's the shot across the bow to her fellow justices. Ted Cruz got in the mix today. Of course, he's on the Senate Judiciary Committee. Ted Cruz is now taking on Sotomayor. By the way, the president called for Sotomayor and another justice to recuse themselves because of their bias toward President Trump. But Cruz turned the issue around, according to Fox News, stating that the Trump administration would not have to take such measures if judges were not granting an unusual number of nationwide injunctions. 
These are liberal justices, by the way, by all indication. Cruz said, if you look to the facts of what's happening with nationwide injunctions, I think it will explain why the Department of Justice has had to to ask the Supreme Court to intervene over and over again. Cruz noted that one-third of all nationwide injunctions, this is what Sotomayor is talking about, have come from, hmm, California courts. You think they have a little bit of a track record opposing Trump? And by the way, two-thirds of the states have not produced any injunctions. So what do you have? You have a small handful of courts that are driving this. Now, all I want to say is this. You have Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who was calling the President Trump, President Trump names during the campaign, and they were not flattering names. So she's she entered into the public discourse as a U.S. Supreme Court justice. Now we have Sotomayor. I want you to I want to remind you that when you talk about where these judges are at these days, first of all, they are regular people with regular opinions. Maybe not regular people, but they have opinions. Go back and look at the record. With Sotomayor, she was involved with several issues as an attorney on behalf of Obama initiatives. I think somewhere even with Planned Parenthood. I can't remember. But anyway, controversial issues. She gets named to the high court. Two or three of those issues end up coming to the high court, and she should have recused herself because she was an attorney activist on a side of that case. (laughs) Well, if she would have recused herself, the votes may have come out a little bit different with one less vote. Therefore, she didn't. I think it's highly, highly hypocritical, especially in light of the track record of the courts. You look at the track record of the courts. You look at the cases that have been deemed to be judicial activism and ask yourself, who are the judges that were being activists? Were they liberal-leaning judges in philosophy or were they conservative judges in philosophy? My dear friends, we've got decades and decades and decades. Even you take Earl Warren. Talk about the Earl Warren court. One of the things Eisenhower said, President Eisenhower said, that that was the, uh, uh, looking back at his presidency, that was the worst decision he ever made. So, people in glass houses, Justice Sotomayor, probably shouldn't throw stones. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be back for the third hour. Don't go away. Pastors and ministry leaders, Mission Hill Church wants to invest in you on February 27th during a one-day conference focused on real, practical ministry opportunities found in every church setting. In addition to Paul Purvis, lead pastor of Mission Hill Church, this one-day conference will include Dr. Jay Strack, president of SLU, along with local pastors Willie Rice and Evan Burroughs, and many more. Allow us to invest in you so you can invest in others. Register today at missionhillchurch.com sharper. That's missionhillchurch.com sharper. Hi, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'd like to personally invite you to join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020 
for a week of Christian fellowship and a newfound appreciation for God's creation. Call 855-565-5519 to join us or visit deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details. Don't miss the Deeper Faith Cruise departing August of 2020. Log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. With troubling outbreaks of the COVID-19 coronavirus now emerging in Italy, South Korea, and Iran, U.S. health officials are warning it's inevitable it will spread more widely in America. It's not so much a question of if this will happen anymore, but rather more a question of exactly when this will happen and how many people in this country will become infected and how many of those will develop severe or more more. Uh, complicated disease. That's Dr. Nancy Messonnier of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention this afternoon at an HHS press conference. Markets continue to feel the impact today as stock indexes plunged for a second straight day. PNC Financial Services Group Chief Economist Gus Fauché says uncertainty surrounding the virus will continue to hamper the markets. It's going to be lots of ups and downs until we get a better sense of just how big the underlying problem is. Uh, Until we have more clarity, I think investors should get used to the volatility that we have in the market. In the lead-up to tonight's Democratic debate in South Carolina, Florida Congresswoman Donna Shalala was asked by WSVN-TV, if Bernie Sanders' comments about Cuba disqualify him to be president. Well, that's for the voters to decide. But as far as I'm concerned, he's way off. And um, anyone that would uh, say what he said uh, about uh, the Cuban regime um, is simply off base. Critics in both parties jumped on comments Sanders made in a CBS News 60-minute segment aired Sunday in which he praised the late Cuban ruler Fidel Castro for establishing what Sanders called a massive literacy program when he took power. Sanders stood by his comments during a CNN town hall last night. Sanders is also in a dispute with the American-Israel Public Affairs Committee for his views on the Jewish state. Once again on Wall Street, the Dow down by 879 points. This is SRN News. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue, and company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Another attack on Christians in India. It happened this month in Tamil Nadu. Christian Solidarity Worldwide reports that a group of 70 believers was leaving a church conference when three men on motorcycles launched the attack on men, women, and children. Hindu radicalism is a serious problem in India, where Christians make up a small but thriving minority. 
With the election of a Hindu Nationalist Party six years ago came a surge in violent attacks on Christians and their churches. Michael Harrington, SRN News. With anti-Semitism on the rise, Jewish institutions are taking action. A New Jersey synagogue recently hosted 200 Jewish leaders for a security conference led by local law enforcement officials. Police and sheriffs explained to the audience what steps they can take to protect their places of worship, religious schools, and Jewish businesses. Anti-Semitism has spiked in the New York, New Jersey area over the past several years. A deadly attack on a kosher supermarket in Jersey City left four people dead. This If you're concerned about the state of modern education, have you considered enrolling your child in a private Christian school? Go to ChristianTuitions.com and discover how to get 50% off your first year. Find a school near you at ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. Why would parents of five children sacrifice so all could attend Elfers Christian School? Ask Diana Burke. I just love the heart of the people here. The teachers are very warm. It's traditional classrooms. They're small sizes. And it's a safe environment, and they feel very loved. Your child deserves to soar with a Christ-centered education at Elfers Christian School in Newport Ritchie. Call for a campus tour at 727-845-0235. Online at elferschristianschool.org. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTVN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here for hour number three of the Bill Bunkley Show. And um, we are always honored to have you with us. And uh, I'm hoping that uh, today is a very rich day in the Lord for you. Hope that uh, there's been a, a daily walk and that um, the opportunities for you to be able to spend some time with the Heavenly Father. I've been uh, talking about doing some of these one-minute timeouts, possibly even transitioning where you work or at home. When you finish uh, one particular task in one area, maybe just taking a, a moment or two to sit in quiet reflection. And don't just, okay, I'm done with emails. Now I got to get over here to Twitter. Now I got to get back to the budget. Now I got to get back here. Now I got to go here. And you find yourself at the end of the day that you have run yourself ragged. So we want to continue to think about that. Now, I want to give you an alert, okay? I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be stepping on some toes, in a moment, I may make you angry in a moment, 
My desire is to make you thoughtful. My desire is not to make you defensive. But you just know, you just know that you know that you know that when you're talking among Christian brothers and sisters that sometimes there just might be a bit of disagreement and controversy. So I want to ask you an honest question. By the way, our phone lines are open. You can attack away (laughs) at 877-943-9673. Are you or anyone in your family, are you a church hopper? That's right. That's what I said. Are you a church hopper? If I could find some, like, shock music, like, Yeah. Well, I want to shock some people here in just a moment. Do you hop around to different churches? Would you tell me, Bill, oh, well, I have a church that we love, but we do attend other churches. Okay. Folks, that's church hopping. And uh, the Barna Association has uh, done a little survey. And I want to talk about the culture that we live in, the lives that we have sort of, uh, it, it follows that principle of the frog in the pot of water that was cool and then was very slowly turned up hot and the, fo- the frog died because he didn't realize it was hot. It was gradual. Little compromises. Barna has interviewed 1,003 adults. And the question is, how important is church attendance to you? How important is church attendance in our society? How important is church attendance in our culture? Are you a church hopper or are you committed to one church? 877-943-9673. It seems that American culture, American entertainment culture may be changing our church habits as well or let's say affecting our church attendance habits as well. You know, back in the 50s, 60s, you may have had three or four television stations, and they all were black and white, and they all came in on an antenna. You had a radio with a few stations, but you did not have the variety of choices that you have today. Now, where I'm going to be stepping on toes when I talk about church hoppers, 
because it also goes hand in hand. What is your criteria and what is your motivation for deciding where you're going to go to church on Sunday? Do you hop from one church on Sunday morning? And for the few congregations are left, do you hop to another church on Sunday night? And yet, do you hop over to yet another church on Wednesday because of your kids? Church hopping. Now, remember that you do a lot of hopping around in the other forms of your life. Many of you have 100, 200, 300 cable channels. And Lord, 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 we can be, we, we can be, you know, cruising around 300 channels and have someone say, there's just nothing on. <laughs> there's just nothing on. 300 choices, and you couldn't find one that suited you. Oh, my, let's talk about the Internet. Ho, ho, ho. Let's just talk about YouTube. How many choices do you have when you go to YouTube to watch a video? Even within a particular designated area. Seems like it's unlimited, right? Well, you got Roku and Firestick and all the other options as as well. Roku, Roku, whatever it is. Roo. Roo, row, row, roo, roo, row, 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 Anyway, um, think about those choices. In your subconscious, and by the way, let me make sure I make this clear. We're talking about entertainment choices. Mm-hmm. What's going to satisfy me? What's going to give me the word I want to hear? What's going to give me pleasure in listening to the music or to whatever I'm listening to? So we are a, you know, it's kind of like a buffet. If you're a church hopper, you're into the church buffet line. And not the buffet just at your church. All around. But what is the purpose of a church? When I look at the early, early, early church way back, and I look where those early Christians came together and they bonded together, and life was hard and they were being persecuted, they all banded together, they were in house churches. And many of them sold property. Barnabas, the great encourager, you ought to read the story about the property he sold. He was a wealthy landowner. He sold a property and made those resources available to the church, the people of the church. So when the church came together, it was the people. And it was the people who knew each other and the people who helped each other, and they were there for each other. And even today we talk about the fact the church is not the building. 
And by the way, if you've got the greatest orator filled with the Holy Spirit, sharing the word for you, newsflash, that's not the purpose of the church. The purpose of the church is people coming together to serve. Now, with today's modern technologies and the comfort that we have in our civilization, you may like orchestras. You may not. You may like pop groups. I'm talking about different Christian formats. Um, you may like. Uh, Teaching pastors, expository pastors, you may like pastors who will give you some self-help every week. Got one of those uh, huge mega pastor out of Texas, Houston. Always got always got self-help, but a little light on little light on theology. But have you gotten into being a church hopper without realizing it, realizing what you are doing? If you are hopping around to different churches each week, do you have one that you would call your home church? And if you do, what are you investing? That's right, you. Remember, any church, 20% of the people are doing all the ministry. 80% of the people are just taking it in. Goes along with the tithing and the support of the church's finances. You who may have an opinion, oh, we go over here because of this, we go over there for that. Do you realize that you're telling on yourself? <laughs> I thought I was going to step on some toes. You, you're, you're telling about yourself because it's telling you that you're going to be personally fed without any kind of message about what you're doing to give back to feed others. Not just financially, but your expertise, your time going to take a break and I and I want you to think about the question are you a church hopper and to be honest with yourself why are you a church hopper and I think it goes along with the world that we're living in because you see we we we're like a nation in many ways that have no patience left Watch something for a few seconds, boom, click, we're on to something else. Is that what you think about church on Sunday? Click on one this Sunday, click on one the other. When God said, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves to the local church, I don't think God was talking about church A, Wednesday morning, church B, Sunday night, church C on Wednesday. You get my drift? No. Assemble to one church. When we come back, I got some statistics. Again, if you're a church hopper, give you something about over the next minute or two. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners of South Coast Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, 
and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. One of the joys of a Christian cruise is the people you meet along the way. I'm Alistair Begg, and on this upcoming summer cruise to Alaska, you'll be surrounded by the fellowship of like-minded travelers, able to worship with Grammy Award-winning Laura Story. So join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for an unforgettable Alaska cruise. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. Outbursts of anger, jealousy, drunkenness, they will ruin your life. They will ruin your marriage. They will ruin your family's existence. That's all the flesh wants to do. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, 877-943-9673. We're talking about church hopping in the American culture. Is the contemporary Christian church experience a church hopping one? Do you flip around churches just like you change channels to a remote Well, George Barna, Barna has a new uh, survey that's out. This concerned a hundred, excuse me, a thousand and three adults. Let's look a little bit at what they found. Been challenging you, challenging if you're just joining us, was challenging our audience in the first segment to ask themselves, are they church hoppers? Are they committed to one church or do they church hop? According to Barna, 8 in 10 practicing Christians, 8 in 10, and two-thirds of less committed believers say they enjoy their church, singular, their church experience. But 45% of the first group and 57% of the second group say they are tired, tired of the usual church experience. Hmm. Pastor's not that real engaging. Hmm. He's not real entertaining. Hmm. That music is not my music. Hmm. Hmm, 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 hmm. It's like evaluating a television show, evaluating a play, maybe a football game, baseball game. 
And when I look at that statement, it's a statement that tells me that if they're tired of the usual church experience, what are they contributing to either that old, tired church experience or what are they contributing for a fresh wind, a fresh unction of the Holy Spirit, a fresh revival in that congregation? That they and others would collectively get together in the Spirit of the Lord and bring to that congregation. Is this where Christianity is going in America? Is this the modern-day Christian church? Because we hear that church attendance is down. Are you a church hopper? Is, is church just one of the many compartments of your life? You know, Bill Clinton was very, very well the first one who led us to understand by some of the mental health experts about the compartments that we can have in our minds. In one mind, Bill Clinton could be a, a competent chief executive president in one compartment. In the next compartment, he would, he would make some very, very poor moral choices in that compartment. And then he would have yet another compartment with his family. So does Christ run through all of your life, or do you have compartments? I would say that probably if you would find yourself in the church hopping category, that you you have a compartment for Sunday morning. You've got a compartment for Sunday night or Wednesday. You've got a compartment for your kids. You've got a compartment for work. You got a compartment for charity. You got a compartment for exercise. You got a compartment for sports. And they're all different compartments. Very little interrelationship between compartments. And this is where I think the Christian church is also headed in many ways as a result of this survey. How about this? Do you go to church to find out how much this is helping me? Me? Me, me, me? What am I getting out of it? What are my children getting out of it? Or is or does the whole conversation start with service? This is the service I am giving to my church. This is what God has called me to give as my Christian gift to my church. Collectively, I join with other believers. The church is not the church on Sunday morning until we all get there. And when we are inside the church, we are the church, not the church walls, not the pastor, not the music. We are the church. Is that how you process being a Christian? And is that how you process going to church? The Barner survey also found that church membership is less important to Gen X and millennial Christians than it is to the baby boomers. More than 7 in 10 baby boomers officially join compared to just 66% of Gen Xers and 68% of millennials.
from the survey, here's something to think about. We're in America. We're here alongside Gen X and Millennials. And as we see in other areas of those two subsections of living human beings here in America, life is oriented around their personal choice and personal pleasure. This is tough. Those you might get mad at me. If you are a church hopper, there's a good chance you are putting pleasure, pleasure over serving, pleasure over serving. And I'm going to suggest that since the Lord I believe had a divine invitation for you to be with us this afternoon. Don't let church become another consumer-driven choice. Don't let church become like changing the channel. Don't just go to church. Don't just hop around congregation to congregation to the best thing that feels good. Because the longer that you're a church hopper, the longer that you don't put roots down, and the the longer that Gen X and Millennials are reluctant to put these roots down and to commit. The whole thing's about commitment. We don't want to commit to anything today. Remember our Savior. He was a foot washer. The lowest of the low of a household would get a bowl and and a towel and would wash those dirty, dirty, dusty feet. That was the lowest servant in the household. And that is the picture that the Lord left with us. So, the next time you're out church hopping, do you see a picture of you washing someone's feet? Or do you see yourself clapping because of a great play? With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Stocks slumped and bond prices soared for a second day in a row as fears spread that the widening coronavirus outbreak will put the brakes on the global economy. The losses came a day after the market's biggest drop in two years. Investors plowed money into bonds, sending the yield on the 10-year Treasury to a record low. MasterCard joined a growing list of companies warning that the outbreak would hurt its finances. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 879 points, or 3.1%, to 27,081. The S&P 500 fell 97 points, or 3%, to 3,128. And the Nasdaq lost 255 points, or 2.8%. To 8,965. Oil also continued its decline, dropping $1.53 to 49.90 a barrel. This is SRN News.
diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display. Glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife. If you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier, now is your opportunity, especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports, as Laura's story leads us in our worship and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together. Don't miss the Deeper Faith Cruise, departing August of 2020. For more details and to join Alistair Bag, Laura Story, and Michael O'Brien on the Deeper Faith Cruise to Alaska, log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God have commanded the light to shine out of darkness. Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at letstalkfaith.com. We're back, Bill Bunkley, here with some issues of the day. Just had a conversation about church hopping. Here's another topic that uh, I want to engage and I think is very, very, very important. Many years ago, I was personally involved in the Terry Schiavo medical case. 
My duties in Tallahassee. At the time, Jeb Bush was governor. Johnny Byrd was Speaker of the House. Those of you in Plant City, that name is very familiar. The Bird Alzheimer's Institute on the campus of USF today. But when Terry Schiavo's medical condition got into a controversy, her husband felt that uh, it was time to cease all medical care. The Schindlers, her family, who I, to this day, uh, tell you what, 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 what an experience to not only get to know them, but to be with them side by side during those very crucial times. And you look back and, you know, you look at a life, you look at my life, I look at my life sometimes and I think, okay, what was God doing? Well, a few years ago then, I had a real up-close and personal experience with euthanasia. And I know even right now we're talking a lot about abortion, parental consent in the legislature, but I want to tell you that the issue for many of you who are in your golden years, your retirement years, an issue that is of utmost importance to you and your family is the matter of euthanasia. We talk about being pro-life from conception all the way to natural, keyword natural death. But euthanasia is the killing of a patient suffering from an incurable disease. It can be uh, the, um, the killing of a patient suffering from, from something painful. In Terry Schiavo's case, it was the, at that point, an irreversible coma. I also want to note that the practice is illegal in most countries. Now, we have a presidential campaign coming up, and let me just be real clear. 877-943-9673 if you want to join the conversation. Let me be extremely clear. Healthcare costs are going up quickly in America. The reason why they're going up quickly is the demographics of the population. There's a lot of us of the baby boomers who are getting older in age. And when you get older in age, guess what? For most of us, we need more health care. And so there's more health care, there's premiums, there's government uh, safety nets, etc., 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 So that's why you need to be paying attention about health care. Imagine if you were in a single-payer, government-only health care, and the restrictions were there with certain ages to where if you had an issue, if you were at that age and older, there would be nowhere to go to get help, to get a surgery, to get medication. That's why we are fighting this, those of us who are. And you got to realize that when you look at all these candidates, they are trying to tell you, but for the most part, especially in this Democrat field, I mean, they're all trying to come up with something different to add to their Easter basket of supporters. But you need to know what, when you can, what some of these candidates really think. 
So tonight, there's two people that are going to get hammered. One is the socialist, Bernie Sanders, and one is going to be Mike Bloomberg, the billionaire Bloomberg. So let me just share. This comes to us by way of Charlie Butts over at One News Now. There's a lot of digging going on with Mr. Bloomberg now that he's a candidate. The Daily Caller apparently has dug up an eye-opening conversation from just back in 2011. The occasion was then New York Mayor Bloomberg was visiting or speaking to a Jewish family that was mourning after a family member had died waiting, waiting for care in a hospital emergency room waiting. A lot of people were there. He was waiting and before he could get his care he died. So Bloomberg was visiting with this family and the deceased family member had spent 73 hours in a New York City emergency room before he passed away. The victim's brother apparently complained about the crowded emergency room and also complained about the lack of attention his brother had received as he was waiting for his health care seven hours and then he died. The mayor had some thoughts on this, Mayor Bloomberg. He's quoted as saying, all these, by the way, this is on video, I believe, it's been verified by his numbers. All these health care costs keep going up. This is the mayor. Nobody wants to pay any more money. And at the rate we're going, health care is going to bankrupt us. Think about this. This is a cold, calculated approach to our health care issues. The mayor then went on to offer what he seems to present as a solution. Listen very carefully, Mayor Bloomberg. Let the sick old folks die, but save the young. Let the sick old folks die, but save the young. You know, he continued, if you show up with prostate cancer, cancer and you're 95 years old, Bloomberg says we should say, go and enjoy. You lived a long life. There's no cure, and you can't do anything about it. Mayor Bloomberg went on to suggest that, quote, we should do something about helping a young person fight a cancer diagnosis, but said society is not willing to do that yet apparently referring to send people home to die based on their age. The Bloomberg campaign has been asked to respond. They have not responded. Now, I'm not just singling out Mike Bloomberg, but it's something that that we're going to that I need to be talking about more and more as we go forward and this is this idea of healthcare access by senior citizens. 
we know from even the last segment that some of our younger generations are a little narcissistic. They aren't necessarily sensitive to taking care of others, kind of self-centered. And imagine what they will do in light of those of us who are up there in age that someone, this is the whole debate about health care, someone will decide you're no longer qualified to receive health. You're just wasting resources of others. And you should just na- you should just die. Now, some people would say, "Oh, that's ridiculous, Bill. You're you're just out there." Well, okay, I'm at this for a few years. Uh, you look at some of the societies out there. This is not some sort of new experiment. This this is reality. So, when we look at some of these candidates, and that's why I very much want to do the best I can. To make sure that private health insurance is an option. Is an option. These are not easy questions. These are difficult questions. But nonetheless, it's good to know a little bit when we have an opportunity to have a window in some of our candidates. Now, most of the candidates, Republican and Democrat, they may have the same views as Mike Bloomberg. Because this is something that politicians don't talk about this is what's discussed behind closed doors with the statisticians the ones that run the numbers but um, keep in mind that uh, when you talk about a you know when when, uh, Pete Buttigieg says hey we're going to free you up from your private health care I don't know how freeing that is 877-943-9673 uh, let's uh, focus back in Tampa. Ed wants to share some thoughts. Ed, welcome to Bill Bunkley Show. Hi, Bill. Thanks hey for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, I think, you know, one thing that's, that's really, really important, especially on something as serious as health care, is that's really, really super important, more more than some, some of the other political issues, to look at this with kind of a nonpartisan, unbiased look at the actual facts. Um. And see, okay, so what has been the effect of the Affordable Care Act? You know, what's been the effect of all the attacks on it that reduce access for health care to lots and lots of senior citizens and other people? And then what is the access provided to all kinds of folks under private insurance plans that are based upon a profit motive? And I think we begin to look at that, you begin to see this really isn't a partisan issue where we can only pick on things the Democrats have done. We take a look at things Republicans have done as well to limit access and increase cost of health care in this country. Mm-hmm. And so I really appreciate if, if that could be the focus and not simply picking out things the Democrats have done on your show like you always do and focus more on kind of the nonpartisan, ideological, Christ-centered perspective on this. Well, I think I'm always Christ-centered, and I am issue of the day oriented. That's what a daily talk show is all about, and the Mike Bloomberg story uh, comes from today. But let me assure you, Ed, I have a brother that's gone to heaven. I had a brother that could not afford health insurance. I had a brother that lived in Hillsborough County. I had a brother who had diabetes. I had a brother who went into a hospital to take care of a diabetes wound and caught MRSA one day, was dead in two days, 
and he was part of the Indigent Care Act here in Hillsborough County, of which if you live in Hillsborough, you pay a penny, and we have clinics all over the place. Um, I would say that uh, since most uh, since uh, since emergency rooms do not re- turn people away, it's 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 not just a question of whether people get health care or not. They do. They don't necessarily get good ongoing care. But what is the cost? And it is the costs that we're dealing with, and prescription drugs, and bringing down those prices, and uh, not giving a sweetheart deals to them. Yes, it is a Republican Democrat issue as well. And I think, as I tried to say, that when you get into the minds of some of the candidates, there might be very well similar positions as Mayor Bloomberg, regardless of their political uh, situation. Got a hard break coming up. More of the Bill Monkley Show in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. You see it on TV every day. Global turmoil. But these international events help keep interest rates low and may even drive them lower. In response, we at Cash Call Mortgage have lowered our interest rates for the new year. And that's great news for homeowners. If you have a current rate above 2.99%, Call us to see how much you can save. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing costs. And we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. With our low interest rates and no closing costs if you qualify, there's never been a better time to lock in a low rate before it's gone. For a free quote, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call 800-990-6947. That's 800-990-6947. 800-990-6947. Hey, Bill Carl here from Mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you and ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers, available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations, so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan, Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. Thomas Paine was one of America's founding fathers, and while I believe he was wrong when it came to Christian doctrine, he was completely correct when it came to character. Character, said Paine, is much easier kept than recovered. Think about it. If a person steals something or tells a lie or fails to keep a promise, that one act can destroy the confidence his friends and associates had in him and in his character. And it can take years to earn back the trust that is destroyed in a thoughtless moment. Forgiveness for our mistakes is always available, but rebuilding character takes time. This is David Jeremiah, encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's strength of character on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com and get your roadmap for life. Route 66, start your journey home today. 
The joint supplements of today are sadly incomplete because they don't start relieving joint discomfort immediately until now. Introducing the complimentary two-week sample of fast-acting Instaflex, our most powerful joint formula ever. It can start relieving joint discomfort in just a few days. Claim your sample today. 1-800-451-3542. Great for your knees, hands, even your hips. Fast-acting Instaflex is available at GNC, but you can only get your complimentary two-week sample by calling 1-800-451-3542. 1-800-451-3542. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at Let's Talk Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. A little bit of an update of what's happened uh, in the last 24 hours in Israel. You know that for a couple of days, the rockets were raining down in multiple numbers on Israeli cities in the south. I want to give you some good news this afternoon, at least temporarily, that schools in Israeli communities near the uh, the Gaza Strip, they were closed today Um uh, as everyone's trying to see how this truth is going, this truce is going to play out. Uh, the ceasefire had gone into effect about 11:30 p.m. Monday night uh, Israeli time. Um, it seems to be holding. Um, it's been a little quiet, but nonetheless, uh, this is after 80 rockets and mortar shells were um, thrusted into Israeli civilians both Sunday and Monday. And uh, a lot of them were intercepted by the the missile interception system. But uh, uh, nonetheless, um, got a handful of days before Israelis go to the polls again to decide whether it's going to be the uh, Danny Gantz party or Benjamin Netanyahu that's going to get some sort of of, uh, advantage. Uh, This is going to be the third election. the question of whether this is going to escalate into another protracted uh, season of uh, fighting, we just don't know. Um, and again, the folks in Gaza, the terrorists, Islamic Jihad, and many of those, they understand the um, the timing of uh, these um, incursions, if you will. Uh, they probably have some thoughts in mind that with the Israeli elections a couple of weeks away, whatever that date is, that um, depending on how they would like to see the outcome or how they might influence the outcome in Israel, I uh, don't know that if it's in their best interest to be conducting any of those uh, terrorist operations during that time. Uh, just heightens the awareness among the Israelis about uh, the real issues that are on the border. And so it's such a, it's such a complex area for sure. But as you wrap up today, um, reminding you that the Centers for Disease Control, uh, we talked about this during the first hour, that uh, the question of the coronavirus in America is not uh, if it will affect us. The CDC said today it is when. And so um, be a good be a good uh, time for us to 
Uh, again, be vigilant to know about how important hand washing is with hot water and and uh, coughing, uh, not uh, just into a room, uh, into your armpit. And uh, uh, the CDC is seeking um, about $3.2 billion in that neighborhood. $1.3 is already allocated. They're going to ask Congress to reallocate that from other sources. So this would be able to help the United States to get uh, uh, teamed up and ready to go uh, for the um, – uh, the possibilities of when we're going to deal with more cases. And uh, I'm looking. I haven't heard an update, but uh, the big key, to, I think, to a lot of this is a lot of the regular surgical masks that people would, would try to wear, they're, they're not going to be helpful against this virus. Uh, but I was uh, following a story out of Israel, matter of fact, that there was a research company uh, that had put together this this surgical mask and uh, in its um, manufacture, uh, manufacturing of the mask, it somehow uh, disperses very fine fragments of, of, of specks or fragments of copper uh, throughout the mask. And it is supposed to be uh, effective against the coronavirus. Now, who knows how much it costs? What, $500 a copy? I don't know. But um, that would probably be one of the most important things to um, see if we can bring online a a very cost-effective surgical mask uh, for this, for flus, or for anything, and for the future. Now that we, and for those of us that are students of prophecy, you know that uh, the idea about uh, plagues and contagion, uh, that's part of uh, of the end times roadmap, if you will. So um, if we can um, use this opportunity as well to develop um, a very effective mask for all of this, that would be uh, that would be a great uh, breakthrough. So a lot to pray about, a lot to concern ourselves with tonight. Uh, we'll have a chance to see uh, what the uh, Democrat Party uh, wants to put forward with uh, their candidates. Uh, in uh, showcasing uh, their team to America of wanting to take over the executive functions of the leadership of this country. And so tonight uh, be a chance to uh, tune in and see what some of those viewpoints uh, have to offer. Well, that'll wrap up today's edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. Tomorrow we're going to be watching very carefully the Rules Committee of the Florida Senate. They'll be taking up the Senate version of the Parental Rights Bill. This is not parental consent. This is parental rights having to do with medical decisions, education decisions. The companion bill in the House has gone through all the committees. It's uh, waiting on the calendar of the full House. And so tomorrow is the last uh, committee stop rules committee for that bill in the Senate. So we'll be monitoring that very closely because that's going to be an important piece of legislation to pass this session as well. Tomorrow, we'll be back with you at 3 o'clock for three hours of the Bill Bunkley Show. Invite you to join us then. Thank you so much for uh, being with us and uh, considering the topics of the day. Jose Cruz and I are going to take some time off and uh, spend some time with our family, but uh, we look forward to being with you tomorrow at 3. Until then, we wish you a very, very, very blessed Tuesday, and be careful later tonight as uh, the squalls be coming through. God bless and 